experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hello, it's Reverend Danny Doku here again. It's a Friday evening and we are here for the Believer's Gazette. We are in the month of August and I know this month great things are going to happen in your life. Take your Bible, take your notebook, whatever I say here, you go back there and search more for it because God is going to give you deeper truths into whatever I'm going to share. This month, I'll be putting more emphasis on the Holy Spirit. And tonight, we are going to be talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? As a believer, you got to believe in the person of the Holy Spirit. And that is why we are here on Believer's Gazette. We are teaching you the simple things that the believer must, must have. Immediately you get born again, the most important thing that you have to know is the person of the Holy Spirit, His works and what He's here to do for you as a believer here on earth. And we will go straight into the Bible. I'll give you just simple things, five things you need to know about the Holy Spirit. And who is the Holy Spirit? Number one, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Yes. Ah, somebody said, if God is a spirit, how come he has a spirit? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Genesis chapter 1. Let me read from verse 1. I read from the King James. He said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and the Spirit of God. You know, in theology, we have, we have what we call suggestive theology, and we have absolute theology. This one is absolute because it is written in the word. We are not suggesting that because this is that, that that means that God has a spirit. This one is stated, clear, and the spirit of God. It means that God has a spirit and God's spirit is the Holy Spirit. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11, it said, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? He said, What knoweth the man except the spirit of man that is in him? Then he said, Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. So God has a spirit that knows him better than anybody. That is why in Romans 8, he said, even the spirit of God searcheth the deep things of God. Glory to God. You are a man, you have a spirit. The problem for you not to make, the problem that you have to understand this is because you think that because God is a spirit, he doesn't have to have a spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person that is part of the Godhead. 
And we, we just have to get it like that. The Holy Spirit is a person that is part of the Godhead. Though God is a spirit, he has a spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, by the time we finish the series, you know why the Holy Spirit is a little more distinct and comes in to do certain things that God the Father will not come here to do for us. So just let's climb gradually. The Bible says precept upon precept, line by line. So you just have to note this. You can go back and make the studies why God has a spirit. So number one, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God. Number two, the Holy Spirit has a personality. He is a person. He's a person. He has a personality. And let's let's go. Let's read Ephesians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11. Let me read from verse 10. It said, to another, now he's trying to talk about how the Holy Spirit distributes the gift of the Spirit, which we'll talk about in another one. But verse 10 says, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, descending of spirit, to another, diverse kinds of tongues, to another, this, the interpretation of tongues. Then verse 11 says, but all this worked one and the self same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. So the word there is he, it's not it. So the Holy Spirit is a person. So he has a personality. Praise God. So he's the Spirit of God and he has a personality and he wills. He has a will. And when it comes to spiritual gifts, he gives to everyone as he wills. And that comes in with God's sovereignty. So he comes in to establish God's sovereignty. There are things that God wills, and when he wills it, that is that. Nobody can question God on that one, and that is God's sovereignty. So the Holy Spirit comes in that way, and he wills. He has a, a personality. Just like you have a will, the Holy Spirit also has a will. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. He can be sad. He can be grieved. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. Ephesians 4, verse 30. In Ephesians 4, verse 30, say, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. He said, The Holy Spirit can be grieved. That is the personality. He, he can become sad because somebody can grieve him. And later on, we'll talk about the things that people do that grieve the Holy Spirit. He's a person and he can be grieved. Let's go back. Let's read John chapter 15, 26. John 15, 26. John 15, verse 26. John 15, 20 says, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he, I'm trying to give you the, the, the pronoun that he uses there, he, 
shall testify of me. He testifies. He speaks. He testifies. He speaks. And he shall bear witness because ye have been with me. Ye have been with me from the beginning. So he has a personality. He testifies. He speaks. He witnesses. He can be grieved. Hallelujah. So when you're dealing with the Holy Spirit, you are not dealing with something that is just like a wind. He is a personality, but his personality is a spiritual one. And we can relate with him as we relate. Though we cannot see him, when we relate with him, we can feel his personality. We can get to know him spiritually. Glory to God. So number one, I said that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Number two, the Holy Spirit has a personality. Number two, the number three, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. He is the Spirit of truth. Every truth that will ever be revealed to a Christian will always come by the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of truth. John chapter 4, John chapter 14, verse 17. John 14, verse 17. He said, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, he brings truth, so the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwells with you, and he shall be with you. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Now the word of God, the Bible said, sanctify them with that word, for that word is truth. So the word of God is truth. But the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth that reveals the word of God, which is truth. So the Holy Spirit comes to reveal the truth of the word. And he testifies of the word. When he comes, he will not speak anything that is not here. So anybody wants to know the truth, he has to be acquainted with the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of truth. Glory to God. John chapter 15. John 15 verse 26. John 15 26 says, But when the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father. He shall testify of me. I just read of, of, of that one. So just to buttress this again, he is the Spirit of truth. If I have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he'll show me truth. Let me say this. Anybody that finds himself in a church where truth is not being revealed and they are deceiving them and they are faking things, check the person's life. The person is not having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, it will be very hard for you to be deceived. Even if you are deceived, you cannot be deceived for a very long time because the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth, will begin to make truth very, very, very bare to you. So when people are being deceived for a very long time, they don't even know why they, they are in a church and they are deceived. Check. You got to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of truth. If I want to know the truth, I have to know the Holy Spirit. Now, we talked about false prophets last week. How do I even know the, that somebody is a false prophet? I can know it by some of the things that we shared in the Word. But where he said, I test the Spirit. 
It's the Holy Spirit that can help me to, to test that spirit and know that this one, it is not of him. So if you're a believer, you have to have fellowship. You have to have, uh, you have to be acquainted with the Holy Spirit. When you are acquainted with the Holy Spirit for a very long time, the Bible says, for the world knoweth him not, but ye know him. When you know the Holy Spirit, truth will be revealed to you. And the truth is the truth of the word of God. Glory to God. That's why I commend you to the Holy Spirit. Today, from today, start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Allow his, him in your life. Allow his work in your life. As you read the Bible, allow him to open your eyes. The Bible says, for the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. How will he be enlightened? Because he will bring you to truth. Praise God. He said, when the Spirit comes, he shall show you things to come. He is the Spirit of truth. You want to know truth? You have to be acquainted with the Holy Spirit. All other spirits will take you to a lie, but the Holy Spirit will bring you to the truth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number four, he is the seal of our redemption. The seal of our, our redemption. Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Verse 13. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, he said, let me read from verse 12. He said that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. In him ye also trusted. After that, ye heard of the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the endness of our inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is the seal. When you, are God, when you get born again, you are sealed with the Holy, Holy Spirit. Just like example, when Mercedes Burns creates their car, they put their seal on it to let you know that this is Mercedes. So you see the crown, the seal on it, you know that, ah, this is Mercedes-Benz. Glory to God. Now, in those days, when kings used to have a ring on their hand, and they would seal their letters with their signet ring, that is their signature. They seal it, they put it there, they seal the letter with it. It means that that letter had been signed by the king. Now that you are born again, what will show that you are born again is the seal of the Holy Ghost. God seals you with the Holy Ghost. That is why every believer that is born again has the Holy Spirit. The day you got born again, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, He is the promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, verse 14, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. He is the seal of our redemption. Therefore, our God will be acquainted with the Holy Spirit. When I allow the Holy Spirit to work in my life, it proves, it shows that I'm the, 
I'm, I'm born again. I'm a child of God. Glory to God. So every child of God has the Holy Spirit. If you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit. Later on, we'll talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the works of the Holy Spirit. But what you need to know is that you have the Holy Spirit. So we said, number one, the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. God is a spirit, but he has a spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Then we said that the Holy Spirit has a person. He has a personality. So we deal with him as a person. Don't deal with him like a symbol, a wind or a dove or something. He has a person. He can be grieved. He has a will. And that will is to bring in the sovereignty of God. Whatever he wills that God gives, he brings him. Nobody chooses the gifts that they should operate in. Nobody chooses their calling. But it's as the Spirit of God wills. And that one is in the sovereignty of God. I've given you four. The last one, he is our divine help. He's a divine help for the believer. Now in the earth. So when Jesus came, Jesus walked with the disciples. And he was the one helping them, teaching them, showing them things. Glory to God. But when Jesus was leaving, he said to them, I will not leave you comfortless. Like he said in John chapter 16, verse 17, or verse 7 to 11, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. Meaning that he will bring us another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. So he will not leave us as orphans. So Jesus is gone. But he has left us with the person of the Holy Spirit, who is the another comforter, which means a paraclete. A paraclete means he has the same, he is the same as Jesus. Glory to God. He's a paraclete. He's coming to represent Jesus here on earth. It's just that we cannot see him, but we can see his manifestations. We can see his works here on earth. And next week we are going to be talking about the work of the Holy Spirit. So we can see the works of the Holy Spirit and we can work together with him. He becomes our teacher. He's our divine help. No Christian can make it without the Holy Ghost. Jude chapter 24. Jude 24. Not Jude 1, 24. Jude 24. Jude 24. He said, now unto him that, you see, he uses the word him. Keep telling you that he's a person. Unto him, when you are relating with the Holy Spirit, know that you are relating with a person that has a will, that has emotions. He can love, he can be grieved. Glory to God. 24, he said, unto him that is able, he has the ability to keep us or to keep you, you who, you the believer, from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. With exceeding joy. Hallelujah. So we have to acknowledge his divine help that God, the Holy Spirit, is able to take me through my Christian journey. He's the one that wills the will of God in us. He brings it in us for us to be able to be able to even do of his good pleasure glory to god that is why you got to be acquainted with the holy spirit praise god he's our divine help you cannot make it without the holy spirit 
So you are going to allow yourself for the Holy Spirit to, to, to manifest himself and glorify himself in your life so that you can see his works in your life because without him you cannot make it he is the one that is able to to know that he's able means that he's dependable you can depend on him so the holy spirit is our divine help right here on earth jesus is gone we can only fellowship to, to, with the father through the holy ghost through the holy spirit so you got to understand that the holy spirit number one is the spirit of god number two he is he has a person he has a personality number three he is the spirit of truth number four he is the he is our seal of redemption and number five he is our divine help the holy spirit what are you going to do with the holy spirit you are going to allow him into your life and you are going to allow his expressions that is how it is you have to allow him to express himself he has a will and that is the will of god and he wants his will to be done in your life but he cannot push you you are not a robot he cannot push you. So that is why we pray. When we pray, Father, let your will be done in my life. What we actually say is that, Father, let that will, that the Holy Spirit that is here representing you here on earth, let that will be made manifest in my life. I allow his will. I break my will. I allow his will. Glory to God. So now I'm not, you are not going to relate to the holy spirit as a wind that is coming to church to make people fall down you are not going to relate to the holy spirit as 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 any other thing you are going to relate with him as a person so when you get into prayer you can sit down and pray and talk to him he's a person he's a personality the bible talks about he came, he came to testify he speaks he reveals truth so the holy spirit can speak to you he can speak to you because he speaks. And what does he speaks? He testifies of the Father. So the Holy Spirit can speak to you. The Bible says he can reveal. He comes in to reveal. So when I get to know that this is who the Holy Spirit is, it helps me to relate with him better in every area of my life. It helps me in my prayer life, knowing that when I talk to the Holy Spirit, he's able. He can talk back to me. So the prayer is that, Father, open my heart, open my spirit. Help me to know the Holy Spirit. Help me to know the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in your spirit. Your word said that no man knoweth God except the Spirit of God. You want to know God? It will take you the Holy Ghost to even help you to reveal Bible truth to you. So we want to pray. We want to take some time to pray. You are praying and saying, Father, help me. Now that you are opening my eyes to who the Holy Spirit is, help me, help me, help me, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Reveal yourself through the Holy Spirit to me more and more and more and more. Help me to understand who the person of the Holy Spirit is, Lord. Help me, Lord. 
in Jesus mighty name amen and amen so this is all we have for you tonight go back study the scriptures for yourself i've given you scriptures you can get in materials that can let you go deeper especially the spirit of god Hi. why is it that god is a spirit and he has a spirit that is functioning here for him here on earth we will deal with those one deeper as the months build up the lord bless you hope you have been blessed by tonight's uh, short is short, but you have been blessed by it. You are going to go back there and, and study. The Lord bless you. Let me pray for you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will be revealed in your life. The eyes of your understanding will be open to understand who really the Holy Spirit is in your life. No matter what you do, Father will reveal the person of the Holy Spirit to you like never before. Glory to God. Hope you were blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can visit dannydoku.com or download the Danny Doku Digital Pool on Google Play Store or App Store for your iOS devices. You can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or contact us on 055 820-2278 055-820-2278